invade you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah. Hello to all our dads out there and moms. Welcome to another thrilling episode of the Fade You podcast. This is our NFL preview episode. We're recording on Friday, September 24th, 2021. Thanks for checking out the pod. We really appreciate your guys' continued support. Uh, The downloads are really starting to fly in. However, we are starting to wonder if it's just our parents and grandparents and we're not really sure, but we love it. Our audience is growing. So if you are listening, make sure you're following us on Twitter and on Instagram at Fade You Sports, and make sure you're subscribed to the pod. You get the downloads. We're doing three shows a week now, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Spread the word. Tell your friends to listen and help us continue to grow and help us promote the show. My name is Matthew James. I have all the dads with me, although some are a little busy. Chris? Or Joe, I don't know which one of you has the phone. What hole are you guys on? We're on 15, and we both just hit nukes, but the difference is mine's off the deck because I'm a driver off the deck kind of guy. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Who's winning? How many birdies? No birds. I think I'm up by a couple. We've had some luck, but we're we're on a par five right now, so maybe we'll have a little birdie look live pod. So no birdies. Is anybody even winning, or are you guys just – yeah, front nine, I think I was 42, and he was 42. 40. Yeah. All right, well, keep us posted. Jesus. <laughs> Kmar, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Ready for another jam-packed weekend of college football and, of course, the NFL capped off with our Niners on Sunday night. And the Ryder Cup. I, I'm too much Does in it- the – Oh, like I don't it even do anything watch. for you. Yeah, I don't wow. even watch a whole like. Yeah, I don't know. It's America, man. I know. I I I think I care more about uh you know the World Cup than I do about the Ryder Cup. Oh God, Neil, you don't care about the World Cup nor the Ryder Cup. How are you doing? I don't care about any cups. <laughs> no cups. <laughs> I want I want my football. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm, I may at the end of this pod just go ahead and take my S. I don't know how that. Fuck Kmart coerced me into taking Virginia and laying points. They're down 10 nil in the end of the first quarter, but they're driving. So I very well may just ask at the end of this pod. Yeah. What, what happened? Uh, there were so many, I mean, it's literally the title of the episode. If you guys want a college football preview, go back, listen to the last one. Uh, literally titled many S words well, on wagered. What happened? I mean, Neil, how blacked were you when you did that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what happened is Neil and Chris were talking about the Florida State Louisville game. So, you know, just with the matchups, you know, Wake Forest was brought in a lot. So it made me say, hey, Neil, who do you got on Friday night, Virginia or Wake Forest? And he's like, oh, Virginia. And I'm like, perfect. I got Wake Forest circled. <laughs> so we did an S on that. But Neil, um, I don't know. He, he, he forgot somehow. And he's like, I'm so glad I'm on wake plus four. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, yeah, I had no idea. It wasn't a game. It wasn't a game I had. He just throws out a random game. I, I mean, shame on me for just like having some rando game and Kyle throwing it out and being like, yeah, I, I know what I'm talking about. No way. 
I knew Virginia was home. I was like, I'll take the home team then. I don't know. I don't know why I bet an S word on that. It was horrible. Don't do kid, kids at home. Don't do that. Uh, sounds like you're going to S just in the aftermath of all of that. What's your S of choice, Neil? Uh, tequila. Okay. Uh, that's dangerous. My, yeah. That'd be my S of, that's my S of choice. That's my go-to. Good man. All right, let's talk some NFL football. A uh, little contest update. Uh, everyone sucked last week except for the guy driving the golf cart right now. Wait, Joe, are you driving? I'm not driving, but I'm sitting in the middle of the fairway on a par five with 202 to the pin. Just a nice little five iron for you, right, Joe? No, it's uphill into the wind, so it's going to be a, probably a baby three wood, but we'll see what happens. So, yeah, everyone was bad last week. Uh Kyle, Neil, and I all went two and three. So Kmart and I are at the top of the dad standings at six and four overall. Uh, Joe is five and five. After his one and four, he came back with a vengeance with four and one. Uh, Chris Duke went one and four last week. Sometimes when you bet poop, you get a poopy result. So Chris and Neil are at four and six. Everybody's close uh, six, between six and four and four and six. Nobody's off to an amazing start. Nobody's off to a that shitty of a start. So uh, Joe, you were the victor from last week. So you get to start us off. We're going to talk first about the one the squares may have right. Uh, so the one that the squares might have right. Um, we're talking only favorites, right? So it would be in Arizona. I think that's the most square bet of the week. Arizona minus seven and a half at Jacksonville. Everybody's going to be on that. They got 88% of the money and 91% of the bets. So that's about a square is a favorite use you can get. Kyle, we were talking about this one before we started recording. Jacksonville looks outclassed, outmatched, outcoached, out everything. And this Arizona's rolling. I mean, Kyler is, he has vaulted to the second best odds for league MVP. How how tempting is it? I feel great. I have a hundred dollars on Kyler Murray to win MVP to pay back two grand. So, you know, some of that uh, NFL pre talk, you know, we we're kind of all over it with the Bengals and whatnot. So I'm pretty excited the way things are shaping out so far, but I mean, contest line seven and a half, I agree with Joe. I mean, it's probably a square play that's going to hit because, I mean, the Jaguars got lit up by the Texans. The Cardinals, I mean, they have weapons all over the field, so can't really play the the weather, humidity, and Jacksonville game. It's going to be a beautiful 85 with 55% humidity, and that's that's just no – home field advantage for anybody uh urban Meyer already looks like he wants to go to sc so i think the writing could be on the wall this this looks like a um i forget the coach from alabama i don't know why i'm blanking on his nick saban situation all over again so you know another one i like to not piggyback off joe is is the patriots at home minus three you know for the contest I definitely want that minus two and a half. It could very well be a field goal game, but um, I, j- I just like Jameis Winston throwing a couple picks against that defense. It's probably just going to be pretty square play, not a blowout, but Bill Belichick, I, I think, finds it done with the rookie again. 
I guess that is, yeah, there, there's public on that. I, I don't know why I thought the action was more split there. I'm seeing 60, 40 in new England's favor. Um, just to revisit the Jags real quick. I'll, I'll add something to our S word list here. Uh, Chris Duke's entry is literally titled smelly poop. So if, if he doesn't have either the Jags or the jets in his entry, all ass. Oh, if I don't, oh, you can't title your entry "Smelly Poop" and have no smelly poop. You idiot! Oh, they'll, be, they'll be smelly poop. They just might be not those smelly poops. That's the smell. That's the smelly poop. Neil, how how many points would the Jaguars have to be getting for you to consider them? Jaguars, I think it's got to be. It would have to be at least double digits. I. This team is just like they just look they look like they've gone 0 and 17 already. Like if you just watch Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer looks like he's aged like seven years in two games with this Jags team. It's just it's it's sad. I guess he had a quote and he was like, Yeah, the NFL's challenging. There's a lot of good players. It's like playing Alabama every week. What did you expect? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't get to beat up on uh, Northwestern and all these uh, Rutgers anymore, Herb. So, yeah, you whatever. You get Akron rolling into town. Yeah. Okay, Neil, uh, you're up. Joe gave out uh, maybe the Cardinals are the square play that wins. Kyle gave out New England. And, Neil, I know you had said and mentioned earlier that you were looking at a lot of different favorites this week. So, what's the square play uh, that may just be right so I'm not sure it's just the square. I think it is the public. It is going to be the public favorite. And I'm going to get some slack. I already know from two of the guys here. But I'm going to take Tampa Bay minus the one and a half going to the Rams. Um, in, in a game that's really in a game that's, I mean, one and a half is, you know, as close to just about as close to pick them as you're going to get. It really came down to whenever you have a game that's, you know, pick them that you really think is going to go down to the last play or the last possession. Um, I want to have Tom Brady, right? So really it was as simple as me. Tom Brady's career record, 263 and 82. Matt Stafford, 76, 90 and one. And I get completely different Rams team than the Detroit team. This is a better team than he's ever played for, but this is just a run of the mill week for Tom Brady, right? I think the Tampa Bay is going to go in. I think last week was kind of just a little look ahead, you know, from Atlanta team, they could roll going, getting to go to LA um, and, and play the Rams at the end. If it's going to come down to the last possession, I mean, I think you, you can go back really to just the, the opening game with Dallas and Tampa Bay. And we all came on the pod the next week saying like, did anyone think Tom Brady wasn't going to go right down and kick a game you know, get them in position to kick a game winning field goal. Um, he did it in a sense that he did it so well that he literally had to waste like 17 seconds just by throwing three balls out of bounds so that they would leave no time on the clock. Like that's how well he did it. The Rams sh- have shown really no ability to stop anybody. We saw Carson Wentz being able to just drive the ball. And if it wasn't for, you know, a f- first and goal at the one that was a turnover on downs. And then like the most ridiculous shovel pass interception that I've ever seen, like 
this is a completely different game, and we're talking about Indy, win, you know, possibly winning that game. So the Rams' defense that's supposed to be great hasn't shown anything. I'm not going to sit and say Tampa Bay's defense has, you know, shown anything great. But comparing the two, like I will give Dallas some credit offensively in what they did. And Atlanta, you know, it took until the fourth quarter to take that one out of range, much to Chris's dismay. But if it's just a pick 'em game. I'm going to take Tom Brady, and I'm going to, it's one and a half, but in basically a toss-up game in a contest, I'm going to take Tom Brady in this situation every single time. Kyle and Chris, I'm ready for your rebuttal. Yeah, I, I'm going to – looks like Chris is probably lining up a putt here in a second, so let's go to Kmart first. Kyle, I have I mean, it's good that we're talking about this one because there's so – every narrative you can imagine is out there. There's the – Actually, here's kind of an interesting one. Brady's never played a game in L.A., so that's kind of fun uh, because they've only been back in L.A. for a couple of years. But I've heard, I've heard that you can't go against Brady if it's pick-em spread like Neil talked about. I've heard that the way to get to Brady is pressure up the middle, and the Rams have Aaron Donald. I've heard that McVay knows how to attack this defense. What's the correct narrative to apply to this game? So I'm going to, I'm just going to go square on this and say, you know, the Rams are going to win because they're, they're just better now. Um, so, I mean, I do, I am going to play the Rams in the contest. I have that locked and loaded and the narrative, you know, I keep hearing a lot. Neil even said it is the Rams defense. They've been not what we've expected, but you know, they're, they're also not as good as last year, but they're still a, a decent unit, especially up front. And that's where I think this game is going to be won for the Rams is they're going to be able to get Brady not being able to stand there and be a statue. They don't have a very big weapon on offense in Antonio Brown because he got something called COVID. Um, I think that's going to be a, a big disadvantage for them because he's, he's looked like Antonio Brown from the Steelers days with the killer bees. It's phenomenal. Uh, it doesn't look like he's lost a step at all. The Bucks have no real running game to speak of. They don't know what they're doing with Leonard Fournette, Rojo. Uh, the, the competition's so split, they're always fucking up because they just can't get into the rhythm of the game. And I know the Rams have been kind of run on a little bit here and there, but as we talked about on, I think, our Tuesday pod, is you know it's going to take some defenses a couple weeks. This is week three. I expect the Rams' defense to come into form obviously a big game against the defending champs. So they're going to bring everything they have. And I like the, I like the small home dog. Um, you know, it's essentially a pick them like Neil said, but Rams offense is much improved. Bucks defense, major gaps, not what we saw in that Super Bowl run. So big issues, big holes there. And I'm going to go with Stafford. Okay. Chris first, did anybody birdie? Second, what's your case for your L.A. Rams? Wait, was Chris, real quick, was Chris, are you wearing a Rams shirt? Yeah, they're going to be in the contest for me too, baby. Um, yeah, no, I just missed my birdie pup by about uh, the size of Joe's, you know what. But, uh, so, but I got a par, I'll take tapping pars. So, um, yeah, my smelly fave that I hope hits is – the Steelers because I think my dad wants them I don't know why because I think fucking Big Ben has a torn labia but anyways uh, I guess we're going to pray for that one 
And then, yeah, I'll go with the, the Rams. I think uh, a huge ticket count on Tampa, uh, a little bit of line value, even if the Rams lose by what comes down to a last little, you know, lose by one, we get the hook. Who knows? But, yeah, coin flip game. As Lombardi says, we'll take the, the dog with points. Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting one. When's the last time Tampa – does anybody remember Tampa's last loss? Yeah, it came to the – I think it might have been the Rams. <laughs> no, they lost to the Rams. I had to look it up because I thought the same. They lost to the Rams and then the Chiefs the next week, and now they've won 10 straight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. So, so that Chiefs game like, where they were – that was the one where Tyreek Hill had, what, three first-quarter touchdowns or something, and they got, they got destroyed in the first half. Yeah. And they haven't lost since. Wow. Fuck those guys. Man. All right. So everybody's uh, everybody's square plays that could win. Joe, Cardinals, Kyle, Patriots, Neil Bucks with some uh, rebuttals there, and then Chris, Steelers. What about you, big, big dog? I just – the Steelers one is really interesting to me because the look-ahead line was seven and the contest line is three. And typically you don't see overreactions where the favorite is knocked down like that. So that's going to be one that I have to just avoid. Uh, but I'm, I'm very curious to see. I mean, that meets a lot of things that I typically look at with division dogs and teams coming off a really horrible performance like the Bengals are. But I don't know. Can't get there. Anyway, let's come right back and talk about some teams that are being overlooked that may have a chance to pull it out. So be right back. All right, let's go same order. Joe, you have the honor, as they say on the golf course. So give us your, uh, your team that people are overlooking that no one wants to bet that you think might have a good shot this week. It's a contest play for me. And that would be Cincy plus three and a half in Pittsburgh. Everybody's scared about betting on the road dog and going into, uh, the steel city but we all know just like uh chris was talking earlier about another quarterback but big ben probably has a torn labia as well so i think cincinnati has a great shot to go in there plus the differentials at plus 49 percent towards cincinnati i think that's a very sharp dog that nobody's going to want to bet but i will take that smelly poop even though my contest is called vanilla gorilla well, I know one person that's going to want to bet that because he's obsessed with the fucking Bengals. So, Kyle, there's very little line value here at three if you could have had them at seven on the look ahead last week. So we know this the head-to-head history here. Pittsburgh has dominated Cincinnati for a very, very, very long time. Jump on board with Joe, make the case for Stincy, and are you going to have them as well? Oh yeah, I'm on them. And, and I booked them last week at <laughs> four and a half and the money line. So I don't really care what the spread is for the contest. I, I was picking them because I was picking them to win the game. And it's it's even better because Steelers have cluster injuries. Even if TJ Watt plays, he's not going to be 100%. He's not going to be that explosive. Let me tell you, when you hurt your groin, it, it takes weeks. So this is going to be something that's going to potentially hinder him for the rest of the season if if he plays on Sunday. So I think it behooves them to sit his ass down to get him ready for, you know, a potential playoff run. But love love the Bengals, you know, Burrow, I think Higgins might be out, but you know, they don't it doesn't really matter. They still have Tyler Boyd, 
still gets a lot of target share. Jamar Chase, who's going to be in his third game. With Joe Mixon, uh, you know, without some of these key defenders on the Steelers, he'll be able to find some space. I think they'll have a mixed attack. I, I'll admit I got lucky on the Bears last week. If it weren't for three consecutive Joe Burrow interceptions and one for a pick six, I don't think the Bears hang on to that to that win with Dalton going out and Fields just kind of looking like he was running away from ghosts. So uh Bengals is a play for me as well and we want some mess words yeah something's got to give there I mean the Bengals offensive line is absolutely horrible uh bad uh, old Lombardiism is that bad offensive lines don't travel Pittsburgh is a tough place to play but like Kyle said defensive injuries so how is that one gonna go I guess we'll see Kmar what's your what's your overlooked team that might be uh, actually worth a look I mean I, I mean Joe stole that one right out of my mouth the next one I get you know I guess you know it could be the Colts what or do Colts if you want and then why don't you make the case for Niners as well that's yeah see I was gonna do the Niners but the way that lines just changed uh, I mean not the line but the way the betting action you know as you mentioned on Twitter you know it was very contrarian but now it's I think Niners is still sharp, but it's pretty split. Um, it's evened out a little bit, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, for the Niners, it's we touched on it a little bit the other day. It's they're back. I don't want to say at full strength, but they're back to where they were two years ago. I personally feel they're better. The Packers have a lot of issues defensively. Um, you know, we still don't know what happened in week one. Are they that bad? You know, or is Detroit, you know, both teams have played. It's been kind of close. They've driven on both teams. So we, we kind of still don't know, but based on what we saw last week, you know, I'm, I mean, I think it's the easiest play of, of the week is the Niners minus, I hate the three and a half, but I mean, I, I expect this game to be, you know, at least 10 points. Um, you know, Jimmy's firing on all cylinders. We have issues at running back, but hopefully Trey Sermon can go because he's more comfortable with the offense. Still have Kittle, Debo, you know, he's lighting it up and maybe we'll, maybe we'll see an IUK appearance, but I think the Niners are going to be able to score at will. If you just look at the matchup advantages between Shanahan and uh, LaFleur, like it, it's, it's no contest. He's got his number. Make the case for the Colts just real quick anyway, because that that's one I'm considering as like a back against the wall kind of game when you're 0-2. You've lost the first two games at home, and now you're going on the road. It just it, There's a yeah. couple like this that kind of seem like there's no logical reason to pick it, which, of course, naturally, because it's the NFL, makes it the right side. Yeah, so, I mean, usually you want to back a team who's 0-2, except if they're from Jacksonville. So, for the Colts, I mean, it was already touched on, or you know, just now. It's They could have beat the Rams, you know, just some really bonehead mistakes in the red zone of all places. And, you know, defensively coming along, you know, they haven't quite put four quarters together, obviously, on offense, but defense looks to be improving. The Titans, I've haven't been on them all season. I still think they're very vanilla. I don't know how the hell they came back from two touchdowns last week in Seattle. 
with fans. Like I, I still have no idea. It was just the luck of Derrick Henry, I guess. But I think, you know, usually these two teams match up fairly well. They usually split. If you look at down the line, they're always three, four point games. So I think, I think it's definitely Colts or no play. Wentz is going to play. He's, I'm not a fan of Wentz, but he has a lot of character. And I mean, you, you have to tear his ACL for him to sit. Like he's, he's going to play. He, he takes a lot of pride into being out there and being available. I had something on the Colts actually, and specifically about this Colts. Uh, yeah. This Colts Titans head to head. So, uh, so the Colts, I've got four one and one against the spread in their last six when they're an underdog of more than a field goal. So that that just tells me that Reich can they're a good bet as a dog under Reich. And then in the last three Colts Titans games, the road team has covered in three straight. And Kmar, I think that backs up what you said about these teams. I mean, probably you could go back several years and they split one on one more often than not. I feel like we have this conversation the past three years in the contest when we look at these teams match up. So it's you usually take the team getting the points in this matchup because yep. they are both very physical, but the Colts offensively, I think, you know, I, I understand who's on the other side with the Titans, but just the way they run their offense, I, I like the Colts offense a lot better. And defensively, the Titans aren't what they were when they were trying to make that Super Bowl run. So I'll take the Colts defense, even though they've played under par so far. Sure. Okay, Neil, uh, what's your overlooked team that may cover? So I think overlooked wise, you know, I texted the guys this. I've had a really hard time taking any dog. Um, and I think we hinted at on our Monday pod as sort of a look ahead, but this is kind of a weird one. The Dolphins still catching only four points at the Raiders um, is one that kind of has me curious. Um, You know, this was, I think, three and a half, you know, earlier on the week. I think the money has just come in on Oakland. Um, Matt, I don't know if you have the stats, but, like, I I, I think this one, you know, to Chris would say that this, you know, really does sort of smell – smell as to you know two is going to go out yet really the line was on you know the line really hasn't moved at all right with with percent going in and I think it's one of those as I sort of dig into it you know I didn't like the spot that that Vegas was in last week going to Pittsburgh you know Pittsburgh to their credit you know two and oh two and oh you know ATS I think that they're maybe in this spot getting a little overvalued um, I like the fact that, you know, Miami just got embarrassed last week, losing 35 to nothing. Um, Brissett's going to get a full week of practice. You know, I got to think, you know, Brissett's probably one of the best backups you can have. And clearly, I think the market is telling you that there really wasn't that big of a difference between Tua and between and between Brissett here. Um I, you know, Miami's got the Fuller's going to be back. So that's another offensive weapon, right? So now you've, you've got Parker, you've got Fuller, you've got Waddle, you've got Gusecki to contend with. And, you know, you have a quarterback that, you know, isn't great by any means, but I don't think is a huge downgrade. So uh, it's an interesting 
spot for the Dolphins, I think, after being embarrassed. I think it's an interesting spot, spot also for Vegas coming off that you're 2-0 and and you've got all these expectations that you're in, you're coming back home. Um, I'm not saying that it's a play, but if I was going to take a dog, and I said it's been hard to find a dog that I really like in this situation, it, it may be end up being the Dolphins uh, plus the points. This is a Chris Duke special because week one, Raiders catching points at home. Week two, catching six on the road. Week three, now you're a four-point favorite. Overcorrection, Chris? Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up if nobody else did. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm. that's going to be in the contest, too. Uh, so, yeah, Dolphins, like you said, like, why is this Lombardi? I was just in Lombardi earlier. Why is the line not moved? You know, 80% of the tickets, but the money's split. That's a Joe differential of 30%. Yeah, huge, huge ticket count in favor of the Raiders. Of course, all the all the Vegas residents going to that game are all going to go bet the Raiders. And this one is actually kind of like the Colts one to me, where you've got a team with their back against the wall a little bit. Like, there's no rational reason to take Miami here. They have a backup quarterback. The Raiders are two and zero. The Dolphins just lost thirty five nothing. There's no logical reason to back them, but that makes it the perfect play. So. I'm totally on board with that. I'm, I'm going to push for it real hard to be in my five, too. Looks like Chris just hit that kind of fat. Yeah, that's a little, little chunky there, Chris. All right, give us your – are you going to make the case for poop? I don't know, Dad. I, I think I'm just going to go with uh, with a primetime one that uh, – I wish the clapper was still there. But huh, Mike McCarthy might as well be the clapper. Go Eagles. Give me the primetime road division dog. Was four. Kind of a line moving in their favor. I could see it closing three and a half. All them, uh, a lot of people on Cowboys coming home. Fuck laying points with them at home. Yeah, I, I can't argue that. You know, McCarthy will find a way to McCarthy it. it, it was anybody considering Dallas just to play devil's advocate? I, I will completely be on your other side, and I'll argue that. Give me one sec. Okay, and my, I really, I had one point, and, and I'm surprised at Chris, because Chris didn't, didn't, don't we all have Philly under six and a half season wins? <laughs> well, they'll lose by three. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Give me one sec just to pull it up because I would. I am a huge lean on Dallas um, in this spot. It's right. It all the things lead to like it because Dallas has to be one of the only team, very a very few teams where I think home against Philadelphia, you get very close to the home field in this situation being worth three points, right? I don't. I think we all agree that it's probably sort of it's all come down, but Dallas at home versus a Philadelphia team on Monday Night Football. I think is still worth three points. And if you, to me, it's, you have to do nothing except if you go to last year, let me bring it up last year, week 16 with Andy Dalton at quarterback, Dallas won 37, 17 in Dallas at the end of the year. I, I think her, I, we're still paying too much for Hertz's week one win against against Atlanta like I I honestly think I think Dallas will be in my contest play at three and a half I think this is a Dallas team that knows they need to win this game really really bad they're coming off a very a win, win that they look very good 
I think Hertz is just he I think we're gonna find out at the end of this game and be able to use the line. He is who we thought he was, which is he's just not an NFL caliber quarterback. And I'll take the NFL quarter caliber corner quarterback in this game. Chris, you got any rebuttal? I mean, I think that's what everyone's thinking. I don't know. I I've watched a lot of these primetime NFC East, uh, NFC least, whatever you want to call it, matchups. I would remember when I was on the Eagles catching all his points back in the day and he ran back like a punt return to cover this. I mean, this shit it gets crazy. I could just see this coming down, Eagles tying it late, and then, you know, Dak takes them down to a win by three. So uh, that's just my – I just think it's kind of a coin flip. I think the Eagles are feisty. They're, they're pretty tough, and I think they're going to show up and huge division play. So I'll take the dog. People should be aware of uh, some Eagles. This is shocking, I know, but the Eagles came down with some pretty significant injuries because that never happens. Uh, Brandon Graham on defense, Brandon Brooks on their O line. So here we go. It started. You know, the Eagles had a shitty season last year because primarily because of injuries. And it's just a matter of when, not if that derails their season again this year. Uh, we never touched on Kansas City and the Chargers, and I think that one is worth at least spending a minute or two on. This one's tricky because you have a Chiefs team that's 0-2 against the spread, and that's always a little bit tricky to fade again um, going into week three. But then again, you have a Chiefs team that is the lowest cover rate in the whole league since very early last season. So does anybody have a lean on Chargers Chiefs? It's very tempting to take the dog, but Joe does. Yeah, go Joe. Yeah, so Chiefs 2 and 11 last 13 ATS. I think it's 2 12 and 1 or some shit. Whatever it is, it's not good. <laughs> we got a division game, people are going to buy low. Well, people are everybody's going to fire the Chiefs. I mean, we're, we're, we're giving almost a touchdown. I feel like the Chiefs or the Chargers should cover the spread, even in Kansas City. Like, it's a division. They know them. They can be thrown on. Yeah, they can be thrown on. It's going to be a good, fun game, probably high scoring. But uh, I w- I'm definitely on Chiefs – or, sorry, Chargers are in my contest, plus six and a half. That's good. Scary. I don't know. There's something keeping me off it. I just think one of these weeks you're going to see – whoever's playing the chiefs in the consensus and you're going to be like, Oh fuck. Like every, everybody is on board. This chiefs don't cover trend. And I don't know something about the charger. It's just, maybe it's just so ingrained in my head from all of these years with the chargers, but Kyle, can you trust them? I mean, I'm kind of right there with you. Something's keeping me off. I really, I had circled plus seven as a, auto play six and a half makes me a, a little scared <clears throat> i think i think they can win it outright because there's so many issues in that chief secondary herbert offensively i think is going to be able to move on them mahomes obviously is mahomes like <clears throat> it could very well be a three four point game and we could be sitting here on monday saying why didn't we just lay it with the Chargers? But it's because we've done it so many times and been heartbroken well, so and, many times. And gotten half point tickled so many times. I feel like this Chargers six and a half is 
well, one of the remember, worst ways to lose. Remember two years ago at O'Connell's when we had, of course I do minus six and a half and they were up like 17 points or something on Lamar Jackson. And we get backdoored. They win by six and we're like, how this game was over. How, yep. Yep. why? it's just things like that that make me want to take the chargers because I'm like, Oh, now I can be on that half point. But to what you're saying, I mean, at home um, chargers last week, just a few, few issues offensive. I mean, I want to take it. I just, I just need to see more. Yeah. It's, it's one of those where there's no reason, like you said, that the chargers can't win the game outright. There's no reason they shouldn't cover. It's a division game. You, I'd have to look this up, but you feel like they play the Chiefs tough. They've got the offense to be able to match scores with Kansas City, but I don't know something about it. I think they one was close last year, and they got smoked in another. I think they played Week 17, so you kind of have to throw oh, that one okay. out with Chiefs sitting everybody. So uh, let's see. Last thing, I just take issue with Chris Duke saying nothing about the Jets. Mr. Hazmat suit, Mr. Smelly Poop. You got no love for the Jets there, big boy? Hey, you got to ask Joe about that one. He says that's in his contest. I'm, uh, I'm, we've had the Jets last week, and they took a dump on my grave. So, And Chris is about to hit a drive, so I'll pick it up where he left off. Yeah, uh, so Jared actually picked this one out for me. And he wanted Jets all day. He just he wants to fade that narrative that wow, Chris just piped the drive, but it's in the other fairway. <laughs> it's a sexy little draw and deep, but he's absolutely fucked. Um, no, yeah. So Jared said, you know, he again last week I didn't want to bet the team going into Denver, and he was like, dude, fuck that. They're all fine. So whatever. I, it is what it is. It's in my, in our contest, Vanilla Gorilla plus 10 and a half or whatever it is on the contest. So it's, 10 it's all flat. good. Yeah, it's 10 flat either way. Jared wanted it double digits. It's all good. Uh, I'm fine with it. I can't get there with the poop. Wow. If you if you can't get there with the poop, then that's, well, I, that's saying I, I want I want chargers in mine. You guys are staying away. Give it to me. Six and a half. Good. Everyone's going to step shy away. Give it to me. Where's the one spot the, sh- the Sharps always take the Chargers as road dogs? Where have they covered that this year? They covered week one as road dog. What do they do at home? Road uh, Home fave? It's not even home field. It plays 17 road games. But, yeah, give me them. You know, Chiefs win by three. Let's go. All right, good stuff. I think we got to most of the games. Uh, Neil, did you have anything else or are we good? He's going to take that. Uh, oh, he's going to take his ass. Go yeah. All I right. Think it's 17 to three, Virginia right laying four. I not, don't understand how I took that. Um, I think they just had a fourth and 26. So let's just pour this guy. Nope, overflowing. <laughs> wow. That was overflowing and just dripping as it was coming. And you still owe one from last week if you want to take that now. There you go. Bottoms you know, buddy, up. I owe you the S, but I bet I. I bet Wake Forest. Like, so my actual money is on Wake Forest. I didn't even know who the fuck I played after this last one. I wasn't lying. That's that. fun. I would have paid for a new bottle after wasting this one. I was going to say, you get to uh, you get to win your bet and get drunk and then spend your winnings on a replacement bottle. So you're good to go. That's hilarious. Pride, though. I'd rather... I- I'd rather have I'd rather have lost the money and won the respect of making Kyle do a mess. <laughs> All right, we're off the rails a little bit. Neil's 
just pounded shots. Chris Dukes in the wrong fairway. I think we'll quit while we're ahead. Uh, Chris, <laughs> if you haven't found your ball yet, just remind everybody what happens when you bet poop like the Jets and the Jags. You might get a one in four contest entry and get a poopy result. Send it. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Beiju.